Welcome, jobbers. This is the Taz Show, and I am Taz. Hello. Hello. Hope everybody's good right now. Got a little throwback snack action for you in this episode, and we got a beauty. Haven't done a throwback snack in a while. Now, lay out the uh, specifics for you, and if you're not watching and you're just listening, don't worry. I'll make it entertaining and insightful. You don't have to be watching it. It would help if you are, but if you're not, it's okay. I'm not upset. Hello again. Yes. Hello. I am Taz. And thank you for downloading this episode over at radio.com on the app or the website or an Apple podcast. Or maybe you're doing that on the uh, Google podcast gimmick, Schnabitz Jones, or the Stitcher. Right, the Stitcher Jones. Spotify, I haven't heard any complaints. I think we're still rolling on air. Uh, you know, there was some gray area. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I just, if it's there, awesome. If it's not, I, again, it's above my pay grade. Uh, hello. Hello again. Hello. I'll say hello for a thousand times. Anyway. Finn Balor uh, versus Daniel Bryan from 2017. Yeah, but that wasn't these guys' names then. Uh, Fergal Devitt and uh, Bryan Danielson. That's who we're talking about here. And we're going to get into this match that uh, I got to quite honestly, um, I caught a little bit of it on YouTube, and I'm going to get into the specifics over here in a minute. Um, and then I, I stopped watching. I'm like, you know, this is the one that I want to bring back. I want to bring back Throwback Snack with this match. Um and and um, before I talk about some stuff here, because we're going to go to break in a little bit, and then I'm going to do the, the basically the throwback snack where you guys watch along while I talk about the match. <clears throat> so just so you guys can get yourself prepared. So I grabbed this match, okay, on YouTube. And uh, basically, if you, I guess, search NWA Empire, Brian Danielson versus Fergal Devitt. Okay, it's from uh, hashtag POD Productions LLC. Okay, so I want to give them credit because they posted this thing here and this this match. And uh, I'm actually going to read what they put. I don't have nothing to do with this POD Productions. I believe they currently work now or recently. They work with Maryland Championship Wrestling, my man Dan, who runs that. So whatever they're doing, if they're doing something with those guys, I like them. But so basically what it says here from POD Productions on this YouTube thing. It says, one of my greatest accomplishments was this match from several years ago. Uh, Pod or POD Productions LLC was called to film this show. It's actually taped. Film this show. I'm sorry. Film this show and this match. It is by far our proudest moment, and there have been many. Brian Danielson, in quotations, I'm sorry, in parentheses, WWE's Daniel Bryan, versus Fergal Devitt, in uh, quotations, NXT Finns Balor. So at the time, Finn was in uh, NXT in an NWA reclaiming the glory world's heavyweight championship second round match. This has never been shown on YouTube until now. Uh, it's my pride and joy. It was filmed, edited and copyrighted by Pod Productions LLC. Please visit our website and I will plug their website because, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch this match here with you guys. And, and it's pretty cool. It's old school. Uh, so basically their website is uh, Prides Production Like Pride, you know, Pride with an S though Prides 
Productions, another S, dot com. Pridesproductions.com. So I did my due diligence there and I did my good deed. So, um, you know, so now that's the credit, as we call it in the biz, right? You give the credit. You got to give the credit. When I say the biz, I don't mean the wrestling biz. I mean like the TV or the radio biz. You know, you can, if, you, if you know it, you give it. You try to give it. If you don't give it, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. But right here, I wanted to give it. So I gave the credit and I'm proud of myself. But I digress. So, um, so again, we're not going to get into the match. We're not going to turn it on and watch the match just yet. I'm a little rusty with these throwback snacks, these watch-alongs, but we're going to get it going. We're going to kick ass and fucking take names. I promise you that. But just some backstory on this match. So as I just read that these people posted, it's from an NWA event. It was a tournament over, you know, over weeks called Reclaiming the Glory, okay? And they had different uh, brackets during this tournament. This was in uh, 2007. This is, uh, you know, over 10 years ago. So like 12 years ago. So I was recording this in 2019. So basically, um, they had like the Luthez bracket. They had a Terry Funk bracket. They had a Jack Briscoe bracket. They had a Harley Race bracket. So these are all former NWA World Champions. And that's pretty cool. I wasn't aware of this because I was in the midst of in WWE and just in 2007, I was when you're in WWE, no matter if you're a wrestler or an announcer, you are so basically dialed into anything wrestling, it's all WWE. And once you leave the building or the hotel or the road, you don't really, I shouldn't say this for everybody, it's unfair. Most don't pay attention to much other wrestling <laughs> because it's your full-time job. So then when you get home, you want to be with your family or you want to just spend some quality time in your neighborhood or your, your town or whatever. So... Uh, during that time in 07, I was, you know, I wasn't really, you know, I, I was, I don't know where I was, WWE, it was in TNA, I don't even know what the fuck I was, no, no, I was still in WWE, so um, this match that we're going to get into in a little while here, this old school match from 2007 was from July 21st, okay, and, and this match was part of the Jack Briscoe bracket, and it was Brian Dan- Danielson against Fergal Devitt, okay, and it is uh, from uh, North Tatawanda, New York, which is up near Buffalo in, uh, you know, up near Niagara Falls area there. So that that's where it is. I've actually been in that area years ago, wrestled in that area. And it's really cool. So you guys are probably, you know, f- pulling up the, the YouTube gimmick a little while here, and that's cool. Um, and like I said, you'll have plenty of time to queue everything up and get rolling. I'll plug, I'll, not plug, I'll mention again where it is if you're. Well, this isn't live, so it's a fucking on-demand, Taz. So people could just pause and shit, and they don't have to keep listening. They could pause, get their shit ready, and pick it back up. But see, I'm a full-blown radio guy, so to me, everything's live. But it's, this isn't, so sometimes I get confused. Anyway, um, it's interesting, you know, because of the success that both these men have now in WWE, you know, as Daniel Bryan and as Finn Balor. And as Finn Balor, as we found out on Raw, uh, recently will now go into the Royal Rumble and finally get an opportunity at that Universal Championship in a one-on-one match against uh, none other than, you know, <laughs> Brock Lesnar. So I-, I wanted to talk about that for a second or two. You know, um, I think that, you know, there's a, probably a lot of folks that feel that, um, and you guys and girls, whoever, people who cover the business, um Maybe a lot of you fans uh, or, or whoever or wrestlers that maybe don't work in WWE, I would think that a lot of people probably uh, assume that, you know, Brock is not losing the title 
and he's going to beat he's just going to beat Finn Balor and stuff like that. And this was kind of a change of direction, as you guys know, because if you didn't see Raw, basically what happened was Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon, got really pissed off. Yeah, Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman destroyed his limousine because uh, he was trying to get his hands on uh, Big Man. And what happened was so Braun got pissed off, and the Monster Wrong Man destroyed the friggin' limo. And Vince was there, Baron Corbin is big man, he was looking for And he uh, basically, Vince McMahon in character basically said You're fined $100,000 and you are also um, not getting your your universal championship opportunity more or less That was the long and short of what the hell was going on there So then they did a fatal four-way, you know, which had uh, John Cena who wanted to be in this match And he cut a promo in there with Vince as did Drew McIntyre um, as did uh, Finn Balor, and it was um, uh, basically bottom line this thing here. You know, Finn Balor won, um, which was uh, pretty cool. So um, uh, Balor won the match over Cena, McIntyre, and Corbin. So, which is pretty cool. And you know, Corbin. I'm sorry, um, Finn Balor had a line in this segment, as you guys know, with Vince in the ring, where he basically said. You know, you never believed in me, Vince, that type of thing, you know, which was nice. It's like a little shot line, and, you know, that's written, guys. That's not Finn going to business for himself. I mean, maybe there was some some ad-libbing to a degree, but you're not going to sit there and, and shoot on Vince. Um, <laughs> that's just not going to work. So it's a good way to lose your job. But unless Vince wanted to do, I, I doubt it. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I think... I know, I shouldn't say a thing I know they, they love Finn Balor in the company So it's not like they don't they don't th- like Finn He wouldn't be there as long as he is And as successful as he is But I just think it's cool I think it's cool that he's getting that, that shot At the uh, Universal Championship uh, You know, I, I do I, I think it's great And, you know, a lot of people Like I was saying at the top of my commentary here I would think that they don't feel That Balor's going to win That it's just uh, it's just not, not going to happen and uh, and that's I, I disagree. That's basically what I'm getting at. The long and short of it is, I, I completely disagree with that. I I you know maybe I'm wrong. And again, I don't go into the, as you guys know. I don't read all the dirt sheets and all that kind of stuff. I don't get hung up with all that all that kind of stuff. I don't go and deal with. I mean, I have people I've worked with that still work at WWE, and I never um, compromise our relationship by asking questions like that. I just don't do that. Um, I'd rather just watch it and give you my observations and opinions. A lot of times I'm right and a lot of times I'm wrong. Um, But I do think that Finn, if I did a percentage, right now I I think they're going to shock the world in this this David Gerth versus Goliath type thing here uh, with Lesnar and Balor. And I do think that... um, I do think that that there's probably, I'll say, a 91% chance I'm putting my money... That they put over Finn Balor And have him get that universal championship I know it sounds crazy I know that's I'm in the minority with that When I say that um, But uh, You know I, I I don't know why I just feel like um, I just feel like it. Uh, it's a great way to kind of Revamp everything With Finn now by the way I want to say this before I forget because I do Think in this match at the Royal Rumble And I hope they do this that he comes out in the Demon Jones gimmick, the Demon gimmick, you know, with the the you know the red teeth and the black, the paint and all that, the Taz heartbeat, boom, 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 and then the crazy music, and then the lighting and the smoke. It's a fucking sick um, open. The entrance that he has is unbelievable. But but you know you don't see it that much. You know what I mean? So 
I do think that that'll happen. I do. Um, I just feel like that's where they're going to go. Um, uh, you know, and that that's again, like I said, I, I, I know a lot of people think that's not going to happen. This was, they, they reshuffled the deck here because either they didn't want Strowman to lose again, to, to lose to Lesnar and, and, or they didn't want him to, uh, they didn't know maybe, maybe he's got the injury still. Maybe he's still rehabbing the injury. I don't know. You know, there's all different reports and all different stuff and all different shit and all this kind of stuff. And they definitely shifted gears here a little bit, uh, for sure. So uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a it's a really good opportunity, um, you know, to go with, you know, have uh, you know have have Finn win this match and shock the world at the Royal Rumble. You know, um, I mean, I know a lot of people would think that I right, well, now they're gonna have Brock win, so then he, he goes against, you know, Rollins, you know, in Mania. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, I I just feel like um, I just I'm gonna go against the grain on this one. And how a lot of people are thinking, uh, prediction Jones, I guess. So, so anyway, I just felt like it was a good good time to get into this this old match in this um, throwback snack here that I'm fixing to do. You know, with Daniel Bryan and uh, and Finn Balor. Now, here's the deal, right? So, when you watch this match, and I hope you're not watching it already. You got, you know, let, let's watch it together, okay? Don't don't kill the whole gimmick. Okay, don't kill the fucking gimmick. Okay, so when you watch this match, when you see if you are, you know, this is total paying dues and shit. These guys were they're working in a little rinky dink building in about forty in front of about forty people, um, right outside of Buffalo and in New York, and and dude, it's fucking great. It is as, as organic and as raw as possible. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, I really think you guys are going to enjoy it. I think you're going to dig it. And I'm going to give you my perspective on it. Like I said, I only watched about a minute of it and I stopped it because I want to just watch it and discuss what I'm seeing. Now, also, if you're new to these uh, throwback snacks, this is a throwback match, a throwback match. So at times, I'll pause the video I'm watching to discuss something I saw. Um, and I will tell you to pause if you'd like to to really watch alone. Now, again, if you're not watching, just listening, I'm going to give enough insight on the match I feel and 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 what I'm seeing and stuff like that. Instead of breaking down everything hold for hold, there'll be more of an overview. So if you're not watching, you're in the car, maybe you're on a treadmill at the gym, or you're working out, or you're in school, or whatever, and you're listening with earbuds or whatever, whatever. Um, it's not the end of the world. I I think you'll still enjoy this. So. You know, because put, we put a kind of a poll gimmick on uh, my Instagram, Taz Talk, which, by the way, I got a bunch of new followers. Thank you, guys. All you guys that jumped in because I kind of bitched a little bit at you that you know, I wasn't getting enough follows. I want to get to 10,000. OK, that's my fucking goal here. I want to get to 10,000 by uh, Monday. OK, so, yeah, that's not going to happen. But I want to get to 10,000. I'm in that 97 Hondo, 9700 range. I want to fucking jack this up a little bit. You know what I mean, so I might have to. You know what? Let me get a, a water break right now because uh, hang on a sec. Because I don't want to do it during the match. Hold on, give me a second, you guys. Let me pop it open. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's a little Mizu, ice water. Hear it, Shaky Jones. Listen, see what I'm saying? 
awesome. Yeah, so that's riveting. Anyway, uh, I like a lot of people like the water break spot. I, you know, it's a high spot that I do now. It's like my big thing. So anyway, uh, like I said, I'll pause the match here and there, and I'll let you know. I'll, I'll say something like pause, something like that, and then you guys pause if you'd like to. Um, so again, I'm a little rusty on these, so we'll, we'll see what happens. It should be pretty good. I hope it don't suck. Uh, I don't think it'll suck. It should be um, outstanding, as they say. So uh, we'll do that. We'll come back. And before I get rolling with it, I'll plug it again, uh, the YouTube gimmick and where to find it and give you guys a chance to get rolling. I know you guys could pause me if you need to. All right, Tash Show, be right back. All right, here we go. Back here on the Taz Show. Going to get into this match here in a second. So, um, again, you go to YouTube. Okay, real simple deal here. You put in NWA Empire. Brian Danielson versus Fergal Devitt. It's from Pod, P.O.D. Productions, LLC Jones. There's about, I don't know, close to close to 83,000 views on it. Almost 83,000 views, so. After we uh, do this bitch right here, we'll blow that up for that that guy. That fucking guy's going to have a shitload of, of views on there. Then he can monetize it and make a ton of fucking money. God bless him. You know. By the way, nah, I don't want to get into that. That's all another topic. All right, so anyway, so that's the deal. See, I just did that. Like, by the way, eh, forget that. Just stop down. Boom. No, I'm not going to get into it. So, all right, so. Let me uh let's get rolling with this 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 uh this gimmick here. And um so we will hit play and we shall rock and roll. Now, okay, so so the first uh first guy coming out here is Brian Danielson, which at times I'll call him Daniel Bryan, obviously. So uh interesting, he's got the final countdown playing. That's his ring music. Remember that song from Europe, The Final Countdown? Well, it's a funny story on that. Um, he's putting his hand in his hair. He's happy. He's got no beard. Look at him. He looks so clean cut. When I first uh, first came into wrestling, my first wrestling match was I was sent to Puerto Rico, and the promotion I wrestled for they used that song, Final Countdown. So it's funny when I heard that. So they're doing the introductions right now. If you're not watching, uh, they for from Dublin. They're saying you know that's where uh, Fin Fergal Dev- Devitt, and he said from New Japan Wrestling. Now, at this time, and this was 2007 here, okay? And by the way, how about, I'm going to call him Finn. How about Finn Balor? He's coming out the little fucking Beastie Boys, Brass Monkey. Some old school shit right there. Dude from, from Ireland coming out to some boys from Brooklyn. And, man, he looks bigger, man. He looked bigger back then. He definitely was a little heavier, a little thicker, um, uh, was Finn Balor. Uh, he, he, he definitely had a... He definitely was a little bit heavier. Um, but, you know, he looked great then. He looks great now. He's just leaner now. Uh, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so this is very old school. Again, this is from Buffalo area up, up there near Niagara Falls. And this is uh, basically a part of a tournament, part of the Reclaiming the Glory tournament for the NWA Empire. So, so just basically Danielson wants to do a handshake gimmick and, you know, because you could tell just looking at these two guys, if you're new to this in 2007 and you're one of the fucking 30, 40 people sitting there in this little place that they're in uh, with this low ceiling that these two guys want to shake hands. They're both athletes and they're going to get after trying to advance in this tournament. 
So old school, just lock up. And you could tell right away, you know, from the lock up, if I didn't know these two guys, I could tell right away just by the way they circle and by the way lock up that these guys fucking know what they're doing. And uh, and and Fit Balor went for a nice drop toe but Brian Danielson. Now let's pause. Let's pause, guys. Let's pause. Pause now. Pause now. So, okay. So <laughs> pause, please. Okay. So here's the thing. So when when Finn went for the drop toe hold, okay, um, it it wasn't automatic. Now I'm going to give you a little pull back the curtain for you. It wasn't automatic that uh, Daniel Bryan just fell flat on his stomach. He waited. He waited and he tried to block it, and he made. Finn earned the takedown That's how shit used to be That's how pro wrestling Should be You just It doesn't have to be super smooth All the time Just because a guy goes for a spot Or a move to take you down If it's a simple chain wrestling Takedown like whatever A drop toe hold or a single leg Takedown or an ankle pick or something like that You don't have to go down You don't You can block it for a second so it looks more, it looks a little rougher. And that's what I noticed right away. That's around the two minute and, I don't know, uh, 24, 24 second mark around there. So I'm pausing it right now. It's at 227. So and it looks like they're fixing to do some chain wrestling here. So uh, I'll get into that. We're going to play it right now. Let's play. All right. So, so it's got a little nice uh, arm bar to the ropes. Daniel Bryan basically taking Finn Balor, clean break. But you could tell, again, that both these guys are, you know, they're, they're, they got a little season to them. They're not green. And I believe both of these guys broke in, in around either 99, I think Brian broke in, I think Finn broke in year 2000. I could be, or I could flip that. I could be wrong on, but I know they both at this time had about seven years experience, seven, six and a half, seven years, whatever experience. You know, it sounds like, uh, that's a good amount of time, and and it's a decent amount of time. Nice drop kick, man. It's just just smooth, and both guys stare off the boat selling drop kick by Daniel Bryan. Um, and they're taking their time. Now let's pause again, guys. Let's pause again. I'm sorry. Just pause, pause, pause. Okay, pause. We're pausing at three twenty three. All right. So if both guys have seven years experience, for argument's sake, okay, watching these two fucking guys. Yeah, if I, again, if I didn't know them, which is hard to do because I, I know who they are, obviously. I'm like, okay, these two fucking guys are really good for seven years' experience. Like, they're really good. <laughs> so you could tell, you know, if I was in that audience just as a fan or an educated fan in that audience amongst those small amount of people that are in that little building with that low ass ceiling, if you knew wrestling and you were a fan of, you know, independent wrestling or whatever back then, you're watching these two guys and you're thinking, okay, these two guys are good. I could tell right away they're good. You could just see these guys, there's really nothing, nothing that's not like looks great. It looks real. Let's start. Let's play again. Let's play right now. We'll play. Everything looks just earlier ago. It's just a chain wrestling. Everything is smooth. And when I say smooth, I mean the little blockage here and there. That works. Another lockup, tie up. And now this time Finn pushes uh, Daniel Bryan back to the corner. And you can see that, you know, Finn at some point wanted to establish himself as the heel in the match. He did it there with a nasty chop, too. And he went for a rear chin lock. Nice reversal by Daniel Bryan into a hammer lock. So, and now 
Daniel Bryan's pulling back the other arm as the other, uh, the, the right arm as the left arm is locked, hammer locked, and Finn's on his back. And it looks like that's a good way to tear a peck. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want no one doing that to me. Seriously, even in a work environment. But they're kind of tied up in the ropes and almost a pinning predicament. But so this is like a definitely a feel out the beginning of this. And you could see how Finn Balor, once he got Daniel Bryan at the ropes, he backed up all the way to the other side of the ring. And that's what you want. You always want to give your opponent a good amount of space, uh, especially if he, maybe you didn't work with him a whole shitload prior to this match. You know, so, I mean, these guys might have worked before this match. I don't know if they have, so I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you. Uh, so Daniel Bryan trying to get the audience clapping up a little bit because you got a lot of hecklers because that was, you know, you got a small amount of people so people can hear if one guy in the crowd's got a big mouth and he wants to, you know, be a heckler, you could hear him. But uh, Daniel Bryan cut that off by getting everybody clapping. So now, you know, working that grip deal, you know, where – Daniel Bryan's got both hands behind the back of the head of Finn Balor trying to get some leverage on him. And now they're doing like a test, not a test of strength, but trying to leverage each other. Nice bridge by Daniel Bryan. I mean, he's got a decent amount of height in that bridge. It's not a great bridge. It's a good bridge. And then then, uh, you see the strength there because Finn Balor's trying to get him to break that bridge. And now they're probably going to a monkey flip spot here. Yeah, they sure did. So... And they're going back to another monkey flip spot. So, yeah, you could see right away the athleticism where some really old school guys would watch this spot we're looking at and say, ah, it's, it's acrobatics. It's not. It's bullshit. You could watch old school NWA champions from back in the day and they did spots like that. That's not that's not acrobatics. That's that that's a certain style of that, you know, a, a pro wrestling style right there, American strong style, just trying to jockey. And now Finn is just you know, was wearing out Daniel Bryan with some forearms as Daniel Bryan's got a body scissors uh, while he's on his back, a body scissors on a jacked up Finn Balor. Finn, he's got to be probably 15 pounds heavier than he is now in this match from 2007. I'm not kidding. <clears throat> he's definitely thicker. If you're not watching, you got to see he's definitely bigger. Daniel Bryan kind of looks the same. Look at this shit. Both guys are on their heads slapping each other. Shit, I don't know if I've ever seen that in my life. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was wild. It was just for a second, though. That was around the 6 minute and 19 second mark. That was some funky shit. Both guys were upside down on their heads, slapping each other upside down on the mat. Now both guys are standing up, and they're, not, they're in separate corners, and they're circling a little bit. Probably another lockup. Oh, no lockup. Finn Balor kicked Daniel Bryan in the gut. Again, establishing that heel persona he's trying to get over while Daniel Bryan is the babyface in this Reclaiming the Glory second round tournament NWA Empire gimmick Schneebus Furnham. These forearms, up cup bolo forearms from Daniel Bryan are fucking stiff, laying it in, as was the round kick. And there's a round kick by Finn Balor to the back of Daniel Bryan. So, yeah, look it. Okay, so these guys are as we call in the business, laying it in. These guys are not fucking around. And, again, let's pause here for a second while Finn Balor has control. Let's pause right at 7 minutes and 20 seconds. So, so, okay, what I want to discuss here real quick is that, okay, so independent wrestling, especially during that time, you know, and even way before that, a lot of matches were, you know, sluggish, you know, a lot of matches. But, you know, not the better talent that was starting to really – be on the come up like these two guys and and there were others um 
you know, and and these are the guys that weren't sluggish. And this is a perfect example of watching these two guys work. That there's no, it's just no wasted motion. It's this is just. I'm not going to bullshit you, but like if you watch this match and you take the two guys out of that that beat up ring and that old little tiny beat up ass building in Buffalo and put them in a big ass building with big bright lights of WWE TV or New Japan or whatever. You could just take this match from 07 and put it in that this time now, and this is going to be a tremendous match. This match is, and we're not even done with it. This match is excellent right now. So let's play right now. Hit play. All right. So just the storytelling, they're doing the physical storytelling with a lot of straight wrestling. They're not doing a ton of running spots, guys. That's what I wanted to point out. You don't see a lot of hitting the ropes running spots. You know, and what are we, seven minutes into this match or so? And these guys are working the middle, as we call it. Nice ankle pick, takedown, low single, I should say, by Finn Balor. And now Finn Balor's controlling the left leg of Daniel Bryan in the middle of the ring. Again, these guys are wrestling. This is just a clinic. Uh, Me, I wish the business was like this all the time, like every fucking match. This is how I trained guys when I was training guys, this style. I love the style, but you can't. You can't make a living doing this all the time, well, especially during my prime. You couldn't do this the whole match. Well, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. You could, but it'd be hard, especially ECW Arena during uh, mid-90s, late-90s. If you do too much of this, they might start getting pissed and bitching and moaning, even though you don't wrestle a match for the audience. You wrestle a match for you and your opponent. Now, nice submission here, bridging back the head of Daniel Bryan. Finn Balor's controlling the body of a uh, of, uh, nice roll of um, into a Juju Katami uh, cross arm breaker by Finn Balor, but counted quickly. That was smart by Daniel Bryan. So he knows not to stay in that hold long because it exposes the hold. You know, it's, it's a legit hold that Finn went for, okay? And it exposes the hold. Now let's stop down for a second. So right now, so Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, he's got the legs controlled of, uh, you know, of Finn Balor. Okay, so we stopped at around eight minutes fifty-five seconds. So, listen, what I'm saying about that deal there, I don't want to back the thing up, but on a takedown situation or a, a submission situation, the Juji Katami, which everybody knows is a cross-arm breaker. Okay, the real name is a Juji Katami, and Daniel Bryan is about to be put in that and have his bicep stretched out by Finn instead of working it like you see so many pro wrestlers do where they stay in that hold because it's still earlier in the match Daniel Bryan is smart enough to keep that athletic feel to the match that competition feel to the match and he fights at it and gets out of that hold quickly and counters into like a leg lay submission style deal here uh, uh, you know, like an Indian Deathlock type hold on Finn Balor. Very smart psychology and athletic psychology. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. Let me hit. Let's hit play here. All right. So we're at eight minutes fifty six seconds. All right. He's still got the leg lock. Uh, does and he's driving it back. He's taking bumps back. So Finn Balor's selling. Listen. The other thing too is, guys, what you're watching here right now. And if you're not watching, that's cool. But this match, I, I'm pretty much going to guarantee you that the bulk of this match. These guys didn't even discuss. They went in the ring and called in the ring. And I think when they get into their finish and stuff, I'm sure that stuff, maybe the last couple of minutes of the match they discussed. But the, the, the interior of this match, the front end of this match, 
this is this is how it's supposed to be done. This is this is a lost art. These this is kind of like these types. This style back then was kind of the, the dying. Maybe these guys are the dying breed of that. I'm not saying there aren't guys and girls today that can't do this, but you just don't see it a lot as far as calling a ring. Super high, tight round kicks, like three by Daniel Bryan to the chest of Finn Balor, and then uh, jump and spin kick by Daniel Bryan, and then Finn Balor takes a bump outside the ring. Um, which there's no guardrails, if you notice. It's just it's very raw. If you've been to an independent show, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Now Finn Balor's going for a vertical suplex, like he's going to suplex Daniel Bryan outside to the concrete, to the ring. And Daniel Bryan's blocking. Both guys are there in the middle of the ropes, and there it is. Whoa! Big vertical suplex. Finn Balor throws Daniel Bryan and vertical suplexes him to the concrete. And uh, Daniel Bryan's selling in front of the front row there, and a bunch of people with some old sneakers on. So in Buffalo. So Daniel Bryan's selling that arm. So it's smart, and the ref's counting. They're taking their time, but these guys are the pacing of this thing is is really good. And again, watching these two to me, it's riveting because of how big of stars they've become now. You know, and and like I said, not to be redundant, you could tell, holy shit, that was some chop on the outside. Finn Balor just chopped the shit out of Daniel Bryan, and another one, and outside the ring they are, man, what a chop! That's a he's going for a third, no. There's a there's the receipt from Daniel Bryan to Finn, and there's another one. These guys are oh, they're bringing it. See the aggressive, the heel. That's what Finn Balor did. He cuts him off. <laughs> Finn Balor just goes, "Oh my God, my sunburn." <laughs> he has just a sunburn, so that must that burns. just happened to me when you get get some sun and I, and then the, you get chopped. It burns. Uh, you know, it stings. Uh, Finn breaking the count, getting back outside to get his heat back on the babyface. Um, great psychology. Now a cover, strong cover. No need to hook the leg. He tried to hold the hands and arms down, the wrist down of Daniel Bryan. And now complete tight rear chin lock, and then switches to hooking the head with his legs. Finn's controlling Daniel Bryan. Psychology is awesome. Psychology is absolutely awesome. It really is. I'm not kidding. And it's just, it's like, I'm going to be honest, it's going to sound weird, right? It's like watching, for me, now Daniel Bryan went to rope to break the hold because he couldn't escape, which is good. And Finn Balor's keeping heat on the left arm now of Daniel Bryan. To me, what's cool about this, when I watch this, I've, you know, it's like gym, it's like when you're in the gym and the dojo training, and it's like watching the two guys that are the advanced, like ultra advanced, not just advanced, like the two best students putting on a clinic in a gym. That's what it feels like, you know, in a dojo, because the stuff they're doing, they're, they're calling in the ring. This is not fucking, they're not hitting the ropes, guys. They're not fucking doing a crazy amount of dives. It's fucking in the middle, man. They're working the fucking middle of the ring. I love this. See, I'm going to tell you something right now. Now, Finn Balor's controlling that left arm with an arm bar. He had a top wrist lock. Now, it looks like an arm drag. Yeah, an arm drag coming right there from Daniel Bryan, another arm drag. When I watch this, for me, this is the type of shit that I watch. Like, when I, I don't watch this stuff a lot. When I watch this match, I miss being a pro wrestler. Like, this, this. This match makes me miss being in the ring wrestling because to me, this is how I broke in this style. And this is, this is just great. 
this is great. And again, back to the arm bar, the arm of Daniel Bryan by Finn telling a physical story, working at arm. Look at this shit. Now he's taking Daniel Bryan's legs. I've never seen this before. He's packaging up his all his limbs with the arm bar. And he's got him pinned. I don't know why the ref's not counting, but he's saying his shoulders up. That was wild. That was weird. Um Finn Ballard's kind of just a nasty, tight snapmare, and then another nasty round kick to the upper back by Finn to Daniel Bryan. And see what he did as a heel? He says to the audience, again, and they go again, and he doesn't do it. That's a heel. That's a heel. The fuck? He's not trying to be a fucking cool heel. He's being he's being an asshole. Oh, man, another nasty chop by Finn Balor. Yo, I forgot how good of a heel Finn Balor could be. Dude, WWE needs to watch this. <laughs> He's a fucking excellent heel. Simple high spot in the corner, a little running spot there, nothing crazy. But then Insegura to the back of the head by Finn on Daniel Bryan. Now, um, looks like Finn's about to get smashed, yeah, into the ring post and took a big bump to the outside on the steps, on the uh, chairs, I should say, in front of some of the fans, uh, the faithful in uh, Buffalo. Yeah, this is uh, this is fun. This is fun watching this, and like I said, it just <laughs> it makes me feel like uh, like I wish I was back in the ring. So now here comes a big dive, I think, by Daniel Bryan. Sure enough, big dive on the outside. That's the first dive in a match, first like big high spot of the match, and they're 15 minutes in. And Daniel Bryan's trying to get the people behind him, and they are behind him on the outside while. Finn Balor's on the concrete selling And some lady just moved her pocketbook Because it was under the chair <laughs> That was funny <laughs> It's a true true spot I just told you about So now Daniel Bryan Just hustles back to the top rope As he throws his opponent in the ring And just missile dropkick by Finn Kip up, nice kip up How's the cardio of these two fucking guys right now Pin cover kick out by Finn Balor. The cardio is tremendous. Just the pacing. When you wrestle in the middle like this, when you're constantly, like I keep saying in the middle, when you're not doing a lot of running spots, yeah, running spots make you tired. But wrestling, chain wrestling, you know, takedowns in the middle, it's it's it really wears on your 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 cardio. But these two guys are in amazing condition and they're more than in their prime. And again, like I said, they got seven years or so experience each. This is great. Now submission, nice choke. Uh, and you Brian just and you see Finn Balor gets out of it by the inverted hold there, but with the you know breaking raking the eyes of uh, Daniel Bryan, smart, you know. So these guys, there's another nasty uppercut form by Daniel Bryan, and there's another one, man. Daniel Bryan fucking brings it, dude. Dragon, I forgot how good Dragon was too. Fucking guys, man. No wonder why they, they got to the level they're at and they're as successful as they are, seriously, by not being six foot three. And these are two guys that use their height or lack thereof to their advantage. Because they're athletes. They're fucking straight athletes. Again, back to this rich shin lock by Finn Balor, wearing his opponent down. Yo, check it out, guys. They are in front of, like I said, fucking 30 or 40 people, families, this and that, some older people. And some people clapping, some people just watching. No one's shitting on it. No one's saying boring. No one's looking for big WWF spots or WWE spots. It's 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 great. They're, they're, they're watching two guys at that time. They didn't realize they're going to be massive stars. 
Now, Finn Balor, again, with this rear chin lock, controlling Daniel Bryan. People are clapping, trying to get Daniel Bryan going. Daniel Bryan shoots off. Just a simple short shoot, they call it. When you shoot a guy from the middle of the ring and you don't go to the ropes with him, it's called a short shoot. And he short shot him from the middle, but then Daniel Bryan got suplexed by Finn. Another false finish on the cover. Daniel Bryan kicks out. Pardon my uh, color commentary. I'm a little rusty. It's been a lot of years. So Finn Balor's taking his time. Another chop. Dude, this is this is went from American strong style to pure Japanese strong style. <laughs> this, this is physical as shit. And they're doing all the different pin covers. One, two, one, two, one, two, counter, roll up, kick out, roll back, roll back. People want to clap. They respect it. Referee's working his ass off. And now they're going for a small package. Daniel Bryan, one, two, uh, turn, one, two by Finn, one, two by Daniel Bryan. <laughs> the ref's busting his ass. The ref's selling. Both guys are selling. Both guys took a bump, and they're both down selling. In a bigger building, people would be popping. And they are clapping. This is not a, not a lot of people there. And the ref, I don't know his name, but you got to tip your cap. He did a good job. There's a lot of near falls there, like a shitload of near falls. You know, if you look at you know, the both down selling, the refs counting, looking at Finn Balor because he was a little bigger and like the way he looked his face, I got to tell you, he reminded me of uh, the late Brian Christopher, you know, who's no longer with us, um, Grandmaster Sexy. He he, he reminded me a little bit, a little bit, something about him. I mean, I don't know when I look at him. I mean, shoot me a thing on Instagram or tweet if you agree. Something about him. Back then, he's a little bit thicker, I guess. Now, look at this, man. They're both exchanging forearms, blows, back, back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And now a nice moonsault to get out of the way. Daniel Bryan into a backbreaker onto Finn Balor. And now it looks like Dragon's going, well, Daniel Bryan's going to the top rope for something while Finn's in the middle of the ring. He had to to, uh, put his hands on the ceiling because he almost hit his head. Moved out of the way, false finish. Yeah, nice cover. By Finn on uh, Daniel Bryan. This is a hell of a match, guys. A fucking really good match. Nice tight back elbow by Bryan. Duck the clothesline. Inverted kick. Finn Balor going to be another false finish. Sorry to lead. I'm leading the match. I apologize. You can kind of just sense where that these aren't the finishes, but the false finishes are great. Body slam. Now, let's pause for a second, guys. Let's pause here. We're 20 minutes and nine seconds in. So it's interesting here. This is something. This is really pulling back the curtain now. I'm paused here at 20 seconds and not 20 minutes, I should say, and nine seconds. So um, Finn Balor did a body slam. This is what maybe part. I just noticed a body slam to Daniel Bryan. Now, these guys are deep 20 minutes into this match. It's been a physical, physical, fucking physical contest. And he goes for a body slam. He body slams Finn Balor, body slams Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan gave him, basically, there was no assist. (laughs) He made him, Daniel made Finn earn that body slam. That doesn't mean Daniel Bryan's being an asshole. That's old school. It's like, we're going to work hard. We're going to grind it out. We're going to make this shit look like a shoot, you know, uh, now I'm not rewinding. I mean, I I I watched it quick, and I I'm just saying there was really wasn't. You could see that Finn. There was a slight struggle on that body slam. That's good. That's what I meant earlier about the drop toehold. 
things don't need to be so smooth and 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 I hate to use the word orchestrated, but they don't have to be. They don't. So it looks like there's about two minutes left of this match. Let's hit play right now. Boom. Here we go. So Finn's going out to the outside. Daniel Bryan's in the middle of the ring selling. Finn Balor, Balor is going to the top rope. He better watch his head on that ceiling fan. Oh. <laughs> Drop kick by Daniel Bryan Finn Balor sitting up on the top rope Now Daniel Bryan might be going for a suplex of sorts Off the top top rope They better watch the ceiling Those fluorescent lights Super duper plex here from Daniel Bryan They nailed it And they didn't hit the ceiling One, two, three Almost a kick out but there was no kick out Interesting thing right The match is over Daniel Bryan won Awesome match so he advances in the tournament So um, here's the thing, Finn Balor, one, two, and he didn't kick out, but he moved his legs almost to get people thinking, wait a minute. Um, uh, you know, I, I like that. It, it makes it again, feel very organic, feel very real. You know, that to me, it does anyway. So, um, so anyway, so that, that was, that, that was it. That was the deal right there. So awesome match, awesome match for sure. Uh, great stuff, and then both men shaking hands. So uh, definitely awesome stuff. So uh, this tournament, so what happens is, uh, like I said, they did the brackets just for the hell of it. Uh, so Terry Funk, uh, uh, so his, so the Terry Funk bracket, then they had the Jack Briscoe bracket, um, then they had the Harley Race bracket, and then they did the Final Four. So, uh, which is interesting, they, they, um, you know, it's I, I, you know, I've talked a lot in the past about tournaments. I, I, when a tournament's done right, I love it. And most tournaments we see are done within WWE or another promotion, like in house. You know, uh, within that show, this wasn't like that. This is the NWA back then doing a tournament over weeks in different locations and shit like that. It's it's pretty badass. It's like so you really got to follow it. And, you know, so you got to be online and the internet was was rolling then and all that stuff. You got to really be like really paying attention to this or really be a a diehard fan on it. You know what I mean? Like to to really know because they didn't, you know, they had it where, um, you know, it wasn't like I said, it wasn't all in, in one spot in one shot. You know, that's not how, you know, that's not how they did it. It was, um, but it's a different time now. We know that, right? It's a, it's, it's, it's a different time now. Things are done different. This was in 07. But they did a, um, they definitely did a, uh, a good job with this in this match. These two guys in this match, I should say, did a great job in this match. Not a good job. It was an awesome match. And I enjoyed it much. And, um, and I think a couple of other uh, uh, little um, observations and stuff like that. Like, and I keep bringing up, you know, a lot about keeping things as real as possible like as real as you can do like as the realism of things that's very important you know that's very important and that's something i think unfortunately today is kind of a lost thing you know it really is um it's something that you know i wish (laughs) i wish could come back and i think that's why a lot of you guys you know, really enjoy New Japan or stuff that Ring of Honor's done. Uh, and you're hoping AEW brings that same type of wood. You know what I mean? That type of thing, you know? So, um, it, it, and hopefully they, hopefully they do. I'm sure they will. I mean, that, that's, that's what those, that's the style those guys would do. That's what, you know, uh, Cody and the Bucks, and that's what they know and they understand. They know their connection to the audience with that. They get that. They, they understand that. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that would happen. 
that will happen, I should say. But but those type of things, like the little thing I said about a drop told, I know it sounds so, you know, um, insignificant or small or what have you, but it's not. It's a, it's a big deal. It really, you know, it's it brings that rigidness. You know, that rigidness is key. You know, that rigidness is key. So um, I need another water break. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, I'm, I'm gassed here. It's just, I, I never had in a show two water breaks. Hang on. Hold on. Give me a second here. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Where's the, okay. You know, I'm almost empty here. There we go. Pop off. Ah. Yes, double water break Jones. You don't get that much on the Taz show. You don't get that much. Uh, you know, but uh, sometimes it happens, jobbers. That's the way it goes. Um, the other thing I want to say um, in the, uh, what do you call it? Okay, okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. Enough, enough, enough. We got it. We got the water break music. Right, enough. Um, one more thing about the tournament. I, I think I didn't do my due diligence to explain. Like, So the final four uh, came down to three Americans and one Swiss man, and that uh, man from the Swiss is, well, uh, back then he was called Claudio Castagnoli. And I might have said his name wrong uh, back then, but you know him as Cesaro. So he was in that against Brett Albright, and Brett uh, Albright won, and uh, Brian Danson wrestled Adam Pierce, who's actually an agent for WWE, and Adam Pierce beat Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. And Dan, Adam Pierce, I believe, won the whole uh, gimmick then, uh, the Reclaiming the Glory uh, deal in 07. So uh, that tournament was between June 2nd, 07, and September 1, 07, so uh, promoted by the uh, NWA. So that's the dealio on that. But, you know, it was uh, – if you didn't see this match, you just listen along. I appreciate it, but you should check this match out, um, really. And that's a cool thing with these type of things, these throwback snacks. You could just watch it whenever you want, and 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 I'm you know, watch what you want, and then listen to the podcast. You know, if you want to get some insight from me, just just opinions on the match. So please give me some feedback, guys. You know, on this one because um, you know I'd like to know what you guys think either on uh, Twitter, um, or on uh, what do you call it, on Instagram. Uh, when we post something about the match, uh, that'd be cool if you guys could do that. You know what I mean? Feel free. And I appreciate the support, guys, and this, uh, you guys subscribing to the show. And if you didn't subscribe, don't don't be a jabroni. You know, subscribe. You know what I mean? And uh, spread the word of the show. Uh, buy a T-shirt over at Pro Wrestling Tees. You go on the fucking search bar. You put T-A-Z, and you buy yourself a shirt, and everything's good. You know what I mean? Support the cause here. Um, and that's the deal. All right, kids. Uh, I'll be back later on here. All right, I'm Taz. You're not adios. I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the